Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's MasterChef After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show, it's AfterBuzz TV's MasterChef After Show. Hello, MasterChef fans. Thank you for tuning in. This is the AfterBuzz TV After Show for MasterChef here at AfterBuzz TV. It's Fox's new season, season five, episode one, entitled Top 30 Compete. Right to we the are point. Huge <laughs> fans of, of MasterChef here. I am Stephen Lemieux, joined today by. The biggest fan of the show is of, of all. Yes, Kyle, Kyle Kittleson. Kittleson. Yeah, I'm a big Gordon Ramsay fan. Basically, like I said earlier while we're watching the show, if there was a show of Gordon just eating cereal, I'd I'd, I'd watch it. As That'd long be great. as he was yelling at the cereal, <laughs> you need to judge the cereal. You're not supposed to be fiber. You know, sometimes there's a good bowl, sometimes there's a bad bowl. But guys, we're going to be breaking down this episode, kind of going through who the people are, like what we've kind of seen so far of the contestants. We can't really give you a prediction on like top five right now. Well, I have I have a prediction. You have a prediction? Yeah. Right. Now, maybe not of everyone in the top five, but I have a couple that All said, right. yeah, you're a top five worthy. We'll, we'll get into yeah. that a little bit later, but... uh so, overall thoughts of the episode. What do you think? What do you think, like, for, for how they structure the season so far? Uh, well, I mean, if you have watched any of the previous seasons, they have their formula down, but it's a formula that works and it's a formula that I love. It has the perfect amount of the drama and the, oh, I feel for this competitor and I don't know what's going to happen. Plus, the whole point is they also incorporate cooking. And I'm not a chef. I can barely make a bowl of cereal, but <laughs> I enjoy watching other people, you know, create these incredible dishes in short amount of time and uh, with a lot of times limited ingredients. So I love it. Well, it's amazing to me because I, I took like four years of cooking classes back when I was 18 to 20. And like you did four years in I the did two four, years. I did four years. No, I That's took good. I took a lot in high school and moved <laughs> and moved past that a little bit. And I, I worked in restaurants since I was 16. But yeah. Um, I look at, I've forgotten a lot of what I learned because after not working as, after working as a server more after I didn't like being a chef because it's so crazy and so stressful. Seeing these dishes, I'm just like, man, I couldn't do that even with the skills I have. Like I look at them like, I wish I could make something that amazing in an hour. Absolutely. And what's so great is that in this show specifically, these are not chefs at mm -hmm. restaurants. These are moms. These are dads. These are ex-strippers. You know, this is America here. Yes. So, it's America. <laughs> and they're incredible cooks and they're producing dishes even at this level when we have the top 30, which is still an incredible feat that could be seen in a restaurant. And so the, the talent is there, but we are, we, they got rid of people quick. They weren't wasting time. Yeah. They, they, they literally start with, all right, guys, let's get this yeah. going. Let's get you guys cooking. By the way, we're going to probably throw you out halfway through this challenge, you know, just for S's and giggles, you yeah, know, just because yeah. 
I'm so Gordon didn't yell a lot this episode. Like I, I guess it. I guess he really saves that for Hell's Kitchen as much. But I'm I'm looking forward to when he can actually like be Gordon. Yeah, hardcore well, Gordon. I think Gordon in Hell's Kitchen is a yeller, right? That's like his, yeah, that's, that's his, his gimmick. He goes, I'm just gonna yell here. But in in Master Chef, he's more of a He's like the disappointed father, you know, not the not the dad sense. who like yells. He's the one who goes, "I'm really disappointed in you," and then walks away. And that even that just kills you even more. Because then then it's like thought out, and then you really disappointed him. Yeah, yeah, that hurts. And you realize, man, I did suck. Speaking of Gordon, the the show is judged this season by Gordon Ramsay yeah. as always, yeah. and Joe Bastianich, yeah, or Bastianich, and Graham Elliott, yeah. And someone – I didn't see Graham at first, and then I realized I did see him. It's yeah. just because he looks totally different. He lost 150 pounds since the taping of MasterChef Junior, which – did you see MasterChef Junior? I did not. That I mean, that's an incredible show all its own. But he's lost 150 pounds in just, you know, months, months' time. Wow. So I don't know how he did it. Clearly, he's not eating as much food as he used to be. So good for well, him. Well, I mean, he was trying a lot of stuff in that <laughs> kitchen there. But I mean, to each his own. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta have the strive to lose the weight. Yeah. And I think, I think when somebody really wants that, especially when you're on camera so often, you you just can't help but feel like, you know what, I could do something to change this. Sure. sure. So I, I can really respect that. Somebody who will actually go out of their way, like take time out to be like, look, I need to get healthy. But so you're, I can you're do- talking to a guy who makes great, delicious food for a living. Oh. And now he has to go and lose weight. That's got to – I mean that's like asking an alcoholic who's a bartender to also just say, hey, you know, don't drink anymore. I mean that – it's like it's right tough. there. Yeah. It's, it's really it's really putting putting the apple right in front of Eve. But good job, Graham. You did yeah, it. You, you did it. You did it. We're, we're proud of you. So we, we, we get introduced to some of these cooks when they're – when the first challenge is design your signature dish. Ah, Kyle, my favorite who challenge. are you? My favorite challenge. I Look in the cooking board mirror and tell me who you are. Yeah, that was a little cheesy. But I like uh, – the mirror thing was cheesy. But I like cheesy. Haha, <laughs> it's a cooking show. Um, I like the signature dish challenge because – there are no excuses. You have yeah. every ingredient you want. You have, I mean, you have time. access to this amazing pantry. Yeah. So there's no excuse for it to be burnt and not be right. Uh, and so signature dish is always my favorite. And there were some great dishes, but some people didn't even get to finish. The first person kicked off. Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen it, is Mr. Yep. Gavin. Mr. Gavin, you know, and seeing him, I thought he'd be a major contender. Like Me the, too. The I thought he was going all gave, the way. Yeah the, yeah. the screen time they give him, the way he describes like what he's doing and how passionate he is. And then you realize that he hasn't tasted anything, and he's, like, just not really – and he seemed a little cocky. Yeah, and and based on what he showed us, I thought he would go further. And based on what he said in his confessional that, you know, I know this was unsalted or this wasn't, you know, whatever, yeah. but I fixed it. I thought, great, okay, you made a mistake, but you fixed it. But I still said, no, you and your bow tie get out of here. Who loved his bow tie? I, I mean, mean – that's a rock and bow tie. None of them were really dressed to be chefs tonight. <laughs> no, but that wooden bow tie, I mean, that's like... Oh, I didn't see that it was wooden. Yeah. Oh, oh I yeah. just saw that he it was, was a bow tie. No, 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 no. This guy was rocking, Gavin was rocking a wooden bow tie, looked super slick. I thought at the very least he should get, you know, a little leeway for well, that. Sadly, this is not Project Runway. Yeah. <laughs> this is uh, this is MasterChef. That doesn't make salt go into your, you know, potato His anything. smizing did not... Save him from demise. Later, Gav. Yeah. Exactly. Peace yeah. out, Gav. You are the first to go on season five of MasterChef. Um, so we meet a few other people. Francis, mm-hmm. who is the award for worst dressed in the kitchen, but um, he's a chem guy. He likes to do the high-tech kind of stuff in the kitchen. He likes yeah, to so fool around. Yeah, so explain that to me. What is that? Um, 
so there's there's different chemicals you can use in cooking that will speed up different processes, have different reactions that ca- cause really cool things. You can have a hot dish with um like what is that liquid nitrogen and you can dip it and you can make it into something completely different. And we're okay with this? The, am I just like out of the loop about chemicals in my cooking? I um, thought we were going like all organic, vegan, you know, one hundred that direction. There are trends everywhere and and there's trends <laughs> there's there's trends in cooking that like to give you food that tastes terrible but it's healthy for you there are trends that give yeah. you food that is disgusting for you but it tastes amazing and a lot of scientists like to just decide like hey let me let me try a new way of cooking something let me use scientific equipment that is not used for cooking and let me try it in cooking i i guess there, i just what do you think gordon and, and and graham and joe are gonna think of him using a lot of chemicals in his cooking if that's what he decides to do well, I think it's more of not the chemical use, but the tool use. And like, you'll see, you'll see people who will use, you know, those machines that spin really fast to, yeah, yep. you'll see people use those in cooking to infuse oil with different flavors and things like that. So I feel if you could pull out those and you could actually get a good flavors coming from these uses of new technology, I think he could be a major contender, but he's got to get like somebody that can dress him better. <laughs> but more importantly, Again, this is back to Project, Project Runway. Runway. He needs to talk. He needs to call Gavin and say, "Look, I know you're out." But Wooden could bow you... ties and frilly plaid, <laughs> red blue sweatshirts, and those could Adidas. You help me. My God, I I I'm a straight man, and I feel like I have to just put a bag. That was on. a lot. I mean, Francis came on the screen. He said his name. He said he liked chemicals in his cooking, and I was already. I said bye. I'm done with you. I'm done. He's got a lot of work to regain me as a fan. But it, he made it interesting. I thought I thought he was interesting enough that like. When when they when they break down all these chefs and they show us like what they're doing and it's like you have the pie girl which we'll talk about Elise of course you have you have the the girl the stripper making gnocchi and mm-hmm. you have all these different types he kind of stood out because what did what did the judges say about his dishes um well they were surprised that he was using a syringe in his cooking to begin with yeah yeah and they said that it was I think they just said it was okay I yeah think it was they most, said it was good it was, it was boring good. it was kind of okay but yeah. I feel like. When you have so many chefs that are from like that home cooking True. expertise, these all are home cook chefs. He was all about the presentation and the the just the look and okay. serving that experience. You you make a good point there, and that that's moving me more on board with him because that is a good point. I I do prefer Did you the see really his good. Ch- it was great. It yeah, looked it like, like art the circle. Yeah, yeah, the circle thing. Yeah, I I do prefer you know a meal that's really good chicken and mashed potatoes and oh, gravy yeah. that your grandma made. That's that's my thing. I don't know if I want like a chemically circular pretty plate. I want it to taste good. But if he can if he can stand out using that, mm-hmm. then that is a great standout because nobody else is bringing that i feel like he'd be more powerful if he would combine several dishes in one because that one dish right there like yeah you had like the the stuff on top then you had the spaghetti that was stuffed going around yeah but that seemed like it was more like an appetizer than yeah. an entree yeah exactly and i feel like if that was an appetizer you need a way to split it among different people no, if I that agree. makes sense if that came out to me in a restaurant i would say oh i probably didn't order this <laughs> like, this yeah. is not something i'm going to go after like but, i feel like you need crackers with that like yeah, oh, yeah let me right. let me dip some crackers in right. it uh we get uh we get kevin who was it kevin no dan Wu. we get dan Wu who is making ramen yeah, they they give With us just a little stock. bit of that, but they they say that that's like the most authentic you can really get is a Korean man making a really authentic ramen. Well, in in an episode of Hell's Kitchen years ago, and for big Gordon Ramsay fans who remember this, Gordon said that the best meal he ever had was oh gosh, 
if it's if this isn't right, I'm gonna feel the backlash of it. But I'm pretty sure it was a ramen dish that he had on a boat in like some foreign country. So Gordon has this nostalgic thing to ramen. Well, his dish he made in was, the second exactly. was so reminiscent to ramen, even yes. though it was a dumpling. I mean, yes, yes, that's the same family, I guess. Uh, so if if Dan Dan Wu is this, mm-hmm. if Dan Wu can bring that again in the competition, that will strike a very large chord with gordon if it's not ramen someone tweet me or put it on youtube or something because i want to know what that dish is but he said i'm pretty sure he said the most the best dish he's ever had in his entire life was a ramen dish i I would imagine so everyone everyone remembers like their favorite food they've ever had oh what's yours um i was in egypt in 2008 yeah and i was at this place this place called the mina house hotel and they have a Indian restaurant inside, and they have a meal called the Taj Mahal, which is several different curries, several different vegetables and cheeses and things, all cooked in different styles. And I swear to God, the grilled tomatoes with like this Indian cheese with this chicken, like the best thing I've ever had, like the best meal I've ever had, hands down. Nice. They told you which order you had to eat it in for it yeah. to cleanse. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Like that was. I don't have to think best about thing what ever. I'm eating. Just tell me. Exactly. Like <laughs> Eat this best, now. best thing I've ever had in my life. Yeah, great. Like what what, what would be I recently was in San Francisco, uh, crossed the bridge to oh gosh, I just forgot the valley. Anyway, you cross the bridge, you're in a new valley. There is this place on the water. There was lobster macaroni cheese. I've had it a billion times and I got eh, I'll buy it, whatever. I'm telling you, I talked about this dish for maybe three days. Everyone I met, they're like, hey, how's it going? I was like, I'm doing really well. I actually had a lobster <laughs> mac and cheese that you would die for. It was Conversation so good. starter. Because the lobster, not, and we'll get back to Hell's Kitchen in two seconds, but the lobster. Master Chef? Well, or yeah, Master <laughs> Chef. Uh, the lobster was not overpowered by the macaroni and cheese. You actually tasted that there was lobster in that, mm-hmm. and that's what I love about it. All right, well, the second person to go was Tanya. No, Natasha. Natasha? Oh. Natasha was out for her wine sauce. Oh, but she put later. too much wine in. Yeah, like get out of here. Like yeah. we don't you, have time for that. Yeah, it's you like go wine you're not making else. cheap crab soup, honey. Yeah. You're, you're making <laughs> you're making a. Now, sauce. I like a good glass of wine, but just yeah. you know, too I much. just prefer the wine separate from my food. So then, did Tanya go? Was she the next? Um, which one was Tanya? Or maybe that was Natasha. Maybe I, I got think, those. Names I think confused. you're mixing those names up. Okay. I, yeah, because uh, there's only two that went. Yeah, there was only two that went. That yeah. was crazy. You, they 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 built it up so much that you thought that you'd be kicking out like five or six people before yeah. they even tried the dishes. Right. But no, they they tried all the dishes. They go up to the front. And they're like, "All right, guys." And what is it like for that? Like your family and friends. You know, you're on this show. You've already beat thousands of other chefs to come on, and then they go, "All right, we're gonna sit down and watch. We hope you go all the way." Because I bet they have to sign like an NDA that they can't say when mm-hmm. you know when they go. And then you watch the premiere tonight and they're like oh you <laughs> you got kicked out five minutes <laughs> well luckily sorry gavin luckily they get a buffer because their family doesn't get to see them get kicked off for about sure. six months to a yeah, year they hell's play kitchen, that up hell's kitchen films a year before it even airs a year a year so they filmed so we're on hell's kitchen season 12 right now and they finished filming season 13 two months ago so you just got to sit around. You got to sit around, and we've had we have if if you if you like Hell's Kitchen, guys, if you love Gordon Ramsay, go ahead and check out the Hell's Kitchen after show at After Buzz TV, and check out all our other after shows. But Hell's Kitchen, especially Leo Quinones hosts. You can follow him on Twitter at uh, Movie Interview, and he we get all the people from the show. We get tons of people from previous seasons. It's great. It's it's amazing. They they tell you all about the experience, and they're like, yeah, you you can't say anything. And you know what happens for a year. Uh, it's terrible. Well, so 
then maybe Gavin had it easy. He just goes, I just have to wait for through the first episode. Exactly. He <laughs> I can tell all my whole story. He doesn't have to wait for his friends to wonder. They're just like, dude, you dropped the ball. Now. now, when they were bringing up their dishes, this was a, a question that you brought up, and I'm going to bring it up now. When they stop cooking to mm-hmm. eliminate someone, what happens to all their food there? I feel like it just keeps cooking. Just good luck. Yeah, I feel like... I don't feel like that's fair. Because these are timed down to the second, and you're going to say, everyone put your hands up real quick. We have to kick someone off the show. Well, how's, how is somebody going to make a souffle, especially if they have those conditions, too? I don't know. I, I don't think know. he made the souffle in the second round, that's what too. We, that, we need to ask, when we get someone in here, we need to ask them this question. Yeah, because that just seems like, if you're cooking a risotto, and you literally have, a, if you're trying to speed it out, and you yeah. have your flame on high, right. you're supposed to be like... Yeah, knocking that thing And you're thing cooking out. it for Gordon Ramsay, so he's gonna yeah. know. Like he's gonna you, know. You, you, you're, you're hitting that thing yeah. to make sure that it cooks. And they're like, put it down on the flip. Yeah, you're like, what? Sit right, Whoa. right, not gonna happen. It, and and you, he'll know. Like everyone, nobody can taste. Everyone can taste burned rice. Everyone can taste anything burned, especially with chicken. That stuff dries out so quickly if you're cooking in a certain way. Unless you're really baking chicken, you're not going to get a lot of the juices if you leave it overcooked. Yeah, that, that's why I I love cooking reality shows because they make it feel like the this is the biggest, most – like just, it, the stakes are – ha-ha, stakes. The stakes are <laughs> so high with every dish when really we're just talking about like rice that was overcooked, right? Like not a big deal. Yeah. But in these shows, man, your rice is overcooked. It is – it's like the death penalty for you. It's only editing though. Of course. If but you, like – If you've ever watched a badly edited reality show, you have no. you have no investment in it. You're just true. like, okay. But like they do such a good job and of course this is a one potato, two potato entertainment, yeah. which is I think Gordon Ramsay's – One potato, two potato. Uh, I'll look it up. But I think that's Gordon Ramsay's production company, one of them. Well, he needs his own one. He has 19 TV shows. He's everywhere. He's got so many. Um, Patricia Lillowin is the – oh, it's a, it's from United Kingdom. But um, seriously, like you need the editing. You need the music. Oh, yeah. Like you ever, you watch Hell's Kitchen like do do oh, yeah. do 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 like oh, yeah. open in the I store like you got that this show really really praises itself with the editing and how something that you know it took an hour they really cut it together to make it they're like yeah yeah right. who's going who, right. who's gonna mess up right. I want to see you mess right. up I want to see them kick you out well and it is editing but at the end of the day we're talking about asparagus that was you know, burnt like that. Yeah, that's what we're talking true. about. But it's edited to, you know, seem like this really big deal. I had one qualm though that I haven't shared with you. Okay. This is a, this is a pretty big one too. Gordon Ramsay notoriously calls men, especially men who are normally Larger. a little overweight. Yeah. Who we find out his name is Willie. Willie, big Willie. Hashtag big Willie. Big Willie. Um, he notoriously. Do not search that hashtag. You, <laughs> oh, might, yeah, not, don't. you might not find what you're looking for. Didn't think about that all the way through. No hashtag big Willie. But, <laughs> don't Google it either. Okay? Um, Gordon Ramsay always calls him big boy. All right, big boy. Yeah. All right, well, you know, I can't do his accent. But get out there, big boy. He did. I was right in front of him so that was either edited out or gordon was off his game but i think i'm gonna start keeping a tally for this season on how many times gordon ramsay refers to big willie as big boy i'm guessing over five times do you think it do you think it's derogatory when he says it though no do you think people could take it that way yeah because people will take everything every which way but he doesn't mean it that way he, he would he would call he he calls people who aren't large big boy 
but True. he does call people who are large big boy. So we, we do meet a little bit of um, Willie, who we don't know. His, I don't know his last name yet. I don't just think they said. Just Big Willie. Just Big Willie. First name Big, last name Willie. So we're talking about Big Willie there here. You go. Big Willie's making an apricot chicken. Yeah. <laughs> and when they plated it, he it looked like he had some saffron rice with the with the chicken, and then looked like sweet carrots on the side that were grilled, maybe um, maybe broiled. Yeah. Looked pretty. It looked like a very well put together dish. Very simple. I mean, just looking at all the chefs, that's the guy I want cooking for me. Yeah, I if mean, I'm gonna have my last meal, and you wanted me to line up those chefs and say which one do you want to cook your last meal, Big Willie. Yeah, all the way. Come on, Big Willie. Yeah, cook me whatever you want. Whatever, you, whatever Big Willie thinks. Don't even ask me what I like. Just Big Willie. What do you think? Cook that. Big Love Willie it. should talk to uh, talk to Graham about like what he did there too. <laughs> Cause you know, like I don't even. I, this isn't even like a, a negative thing. Like I used to be 250 pounds. Like I I know what it's like to have the knee problems, to have the right. not be able to tie your shoe without being out of breath, like that kind of stuff. Like, well, can that affect his performance in a show like this, yes. which is physically strenuous? Oh yes, I'll, I, I'll tell I you right so. now. Working in a restaurant when you're yeah. 18 and overweight. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You can't run around. You can't be on your feet for 10, 12 hours. I mean, I've, I've worked in restaurants too as from everything from a busboy to a server. And it's, it's, there's no sitting. There's no like lull time. Well, it's plus, go, like, go, go, go. That guy, that guy, you cannot fit him in a small kitchen. Like you cannot no. have four chefs traveling, going around each other. Even if they're at their stations, you got your head chef behind you trying yeah. to walk behind you. It's not going to work out. But at the end of the day, if he can p- produce incredible, incredible plates with really delicious food, anybody can lose weight. Then, then he'll he'll go on. Yeah, he can he can he can do it. Like I would just hate for him to have to leave the show for a medical reason, as we saw four years ago as, in his kitchen. Yeah, that's what we were talking about. Or if he, you know, because they do competitions in the show where they go, all right, we're you have to run to the pantry and come back and da da da. da. And if he can't do it uh, as fast as everyone else, that's going to hurt him. So. Well, plus it's also dangerous for somebody of that size to be running in a kitchen. They don't have as, I mean, they don't have as good balance. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, you, they slip, they go down hard. Well, I know we haven't gotten to predictions, but Big Willie, I'm going to say he's a top five. Top five. I think. I'm say top five. I'm going to say top 10. Okay. And I think the only reason he won't go further than that would be imagination. Mm. Because. You think it, he's stuck in his same plates? I th- I think his plating style, unless he like works on it to get it to be a little bit more fine dining, a little bit more interesting. Cause right now it looks like you just went to a, like a barbecue restaurant and they put three things on a plate. You know, it, it the yeah. saffron rice looked great. He molded it, did the castle mold. He did the, uh, he did good presentation with the carrots to make them like putting, I think it was, uh, rosemary on top of yep. them. Yep. Um, but at the same time it was dut, dut, dut. True, but to, today they had their signature dish, which is whatever he wants, and then they had you know his other the other challenge for we had the huge mm-hmm. reveal where all the, they think they're getting kicked off, but they say just kidding, you have one more chance, and then they have to go into this pantry and they can only use these common ingredients, including the protein chicken. So he can't get too too creative with those things, and I don't think it's your place to get too creative on the first challenge. Mm-hmm. You just got to make it, just just get through it. And then now, as the challenges get more and more complicated, uh, will be his time to shine and and be a little more crazy with his cooking. I, I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing. What I'm he pulling can make. for Big Willie. Big Willie. If you're pulling for Big Willie, leave a comment, tweet something. <laughs> Big Willie, we're pulling for you. Yeah. 
<laughs> hashtag pull in for Big Willie. Yeah. No hashtags with Big Willie. Just <laughs> no search it. Twitter All right. needs that. Um. So, yeah, they do shout out who who basically is staying. They don't yeah. really taste everyone's food. Like, each chef goes around individually, tastes who they want right. to. I don't think all three chefs tasted everybody. All right. Do you think when they taste – when they eliminate those chefs, how much is it – how much of the elimination – is based on their food taste or their skill and how much of it is I don't think you're going to be a good character for the show so we want you off. Probably probably 75 cooking 25 character. Okay. At this at this point at this point through the people they've went through they they've kind of weeded out the people who they don't think would be good television. Yeah. That's that's like 90% of the audition process is the is the television ready yeah, and then right. 10% is the cooking. Right. Cuz honestly you could probably go to any cafe in LA and find somebody who has the set skills. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, so so I think it's really So what about Astrid? Astrid. Astrid was the one who was dirty and <laughs> throwing onions on the floor and whatever. I still think that was a I still think that was a little bit dick in the soup. The term dick in the soup we use on after shows here means the producers were involved. That just seemed too a plant. It seemed too much like Dick in the Soup. It was so... No chef does that. No cook at their home does that. That is the point. That is the point you made where I go, you're right. Because no chef in their house gets in the habit of throwing food on their floor that they have to then clean up. Yeah. It doesn't happen. And her saying, like, don't you have people who clean that up? Like, is she rich? Does she have a maid that she just treats like crap and just throws food on the floor for? I think they found an actor who could saute onions and... Put it in there. Yeah, I think if anything, she's going to go out next episode. That, I, that had I to have been a plant. I agree. I, I don't see her as not being a plant. I agree. I wasn't sure until you made the comment of, yeah, a home cook would never have that as a habit. Yeah, when I and then anyone with any type of like foresight would know maybe I shouldn't throw the food on the floor while I'm competing on national television and Master Chef. Well, I just like, think that's normal. Behavior. Yeah, if you're gonna like imagine you're cooking in Gordon Ramsay's kitchen. You are cooking in his kitchen. Exactly. You're not. You're not going to be. You're not going to be doing stuff like that. Like you're not going to be making mistakes that that stupid and that right. that blatant. Plus having all the three camera angles like on everything. It yeah. was guys too obvious. I like this. I like the show, but too obvious. Um, I can barely hear myself. Can you turn my mic up a little bit, please, Justin? Turn the turn the two levels down for the video if it's capping too much. Yeah, we want to hear everything. Thank you. <laughs> um, so the people who get to stay, we get Courtney, who was the entertainer you know oh, the, inter- the, yeah, the entertainer yeah the adult entertainer entertainer yeah uh no let's not say adult entertainer because that means porn star let's say okay. she was an exotic live dancer. yeah she was a live entertainer exotic yeah. dancer she's cute she's sweet love her smile great attitude yeah you know what? i can i can i can dig it i hope she wins i hope she goes far um so we get courtney we get big willie <laughs> dan Wu with the ramen uh right. jamie didn't meet jamie tyler was the guy who cooked the the lamb with the chimichurri chimichurri sauce yes which i didn't think he would make it because when when somebody talks about cooking this meal they've cooked a thousand times and they love it they people tend to cook for their own tastes and they don't cook for other people's tastes so this is a guy who cooks this meal for himself and maybe like a close friend but unless you've had somebody try it and you've cooked it successfully for other people if you love spicy food you're going to make it more spicy but maybe maybe has a great palate Maybe his palate is the American diner. And so as long as he's happy with it, then everyone else will be. Because that, that to me is a – when a chef can sit down and taste something and say, yes, I like this, and it translates to dollar sales in a restaurant, mm-hmm. then that palate is worth something. But when uh, when he's – when the chef walks by and tries it, he says, you better try that again. Yeah, true. It was too true. salty. True. So, you know – well, no, that wasn't too – It was not – or he wasn't sure. They just said fix it. 
Okay, yeah, that was yeah. the one that was just said fix it. So which he, would drive he, me crazy. Like, can you tell me why? <laughs> like, can you be a little more specific, please? <laughs> yeah, um, I gotta say, Chef Joe likes to just walk away from people. Oh, that he is gives such his that thing. Face. That is so his thing. Now he's a very successful restaurant tour. Oh yeah. Like I, I really appreciate the business side of anything, and especially in uh in a cooking standpoint. And so I always find his critiques very interesting because later in the season they will have a critique on what can make it into a menu or how much a dish will cost to be uh in a menu and his insight is always very valid for that but you're totally right his thing is i'm gonna look at you i'm gonna look at your food and i'm gonna look at you again and i'm gonna walk away because i don't have any i don't have a word to describe that it's the unspoken it could be good or bad it could be good or bad though yeah sometimes he looks at you and looks at that and he walks away and then he's like that was the best you know (laughs) so if you guys want to know about chef uh joe bastianich here, here's a list of his thing of the things he's done. Yeah, sure. All right. List. So he's teamed up with Mario Batali to open Babo Ristorante in Inoteca, and that earned three stars in the New York Times, which is fairly amazing. Yeah, do that on a Sunday. Saturday. And then in New York City alone, he's opened seven more restaurants: Lupa Esca Casamano, Bar Yamon or Hamon, Otto Del Posto, and most recently Italy, which is E A T A L Y, and that's deal. in New York alone. Then Los Angeles. He opened with Batali, Astireo Matza, Pizzeria Matza, and in Las Vegas, B&B Ristorante, Enoteca San Marco, Carnivino, Closer to Home. He had, let's see, Terry Lodge. Oh, my God. He has so many restaurants, and he has wineries. He has three wineries. Hacienda yeah. Agricola Bastianich, La Matza, and Tritona Mendoza. So he's at a couple good restaurants. That guy <laughs> is one of the most successful chefs I've seen that, no, I've never, that I really haven't heard about except for Master Chef. He's it. I mean uh... – He's he's great, and it, it's because I'm such a huge fan of Gordon Ramsay, and I'm not really a fan of a lot of people. Yeah, I like pretty much any celebrity could walk in here and be like, "Oh, nice to have you." Well, you know, whatever. But if Gordon came in here, I'd be like, "Oh my god!" So you nerd out. You yeah. would, oh, so nerd yeah. out. Yeah. So to be uh, to get judges who come into the show that can stand at that caliber is for me very difficult. But both Graham and Joe do very well next to Gordon Ramsay. Uh, all right, so keep going. You were talking about the, the, okay, so the chefs had, that we got to meet. Tyler was the lamb guy. He got through Victorio, Victoria, Christine, Kira, Christian, Jordan, Daniel. None of Wh- these people we got to meet, though. No, these so are these the, are just names. These are all the people that went through. Yeah. And they said them so fast. Christine, Kira, Christian, Jordan, Daniel, Whitney, Connor, or, or Carter, I think. Elizabeth and uh, Gordon, Francis, and Elise. So yeah, little Elizabeth, Gordon. Elizabeth, Gordon, and Elise. Let's talk about those guys. So Elizabeth made the PB&J dessert looked great I, loved it i would totally order that I, I would and i'm not even a dessert guy and i would order that and she was dead on when she said if i can take a dish as humble as peanut butter and jelly and turn it in to an item that you would see in a restaurant because again that yes. is the point of this show not to just make good food but make good food that we could serve in a restaurant and profit off of uh then she said i will have done my job and she did she nailed it i feel like she made it a little too complicated because when you're dealing with peanut butter and jelly i feel like it would have been better to do maybe a peanut butter crust and do a jelly cobbler, like do a cobbler in that way. Perhaps, but she got through. She did so, get through. So, hey, don't, don't break it. I ain't, not... I ain't hating the game. I ain't yeah. hating. All right. <laughs> it looked good. I would probably order it over a death by chocolate cake or anything like that. Yeah, I'm a fan of, of Elizabeth for sure. So she almost didn't get through, but she did get through. She did. And then we have the second challenge. The second one, yeah. The second challenge with all the people who didn't get through, but maybe they'll get through. And, okay, can we talk about how Graham does not know how to give a suspenseful? Yeah. 
<laughs> right? I mean, Gordon Ramsay can deliver a fake out. You yeah. know, like he's so good at delivering. He's a great host. Yeah. He's he's great at delivering the lines, making you go, I don't know which way it's going to go. And even when you watch his shows a lot, you still get the formula. But there are times because of his delivery, you go, wait, I feel is, like are he, they kicked off? Are they not kicked off? He In his mind, he's like, I'm going to give it time that we could cut to commercial right here. Just yeah. to mess with people. Like yeah. He, in his mind, he's like commercial. But Graham goes, I should have written it down because I think his exact words were, uh, I forgot the guy's name. Was it Gordon? Little Gordon? Uh, yeah, it was Little, yeah, Gordon. Little Gordon. He goes, uh, Gordon, I'm sorry, but you're not going back. Oh, sh- where's to he? where's he from? School. Where- <laughs> <laughs> I was like to school, <laughs> and it was just so. Uh, I just feel like they could have re they could have cut and re. Maybe that was the retake. It's like that was his mind. He's like, you're not going back to. It's like he had to say, all right, he so from? he's going to stay in, he's going, so he's, he's not getting kicked off. So I'm going to say he's off. not going to go no, back he wasn't married. He wasn't to his the, kids, his family. His, kids family. I know. think he's in school. He, he looks to like school. He, school. <laughs> Let's go with school. school. <laughs> yeah, so I, think, I think Gordon just needs to have like a 15-minute. It, remind, it reminded me of Brick Tamlin trying to give a, a comeback in Anchorman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where'd you buy your suit? The, yeah. the school? That's what it is. <laughs> Did you go to back to school? But I best I am sure little Gordon didn't care. He's like, Great, I love it. He's that. like, Yeah, I'm in. I got He knew he I'm knew good. before Graham even finished. He's like, Oh, you're you're trying to fake me. You're, okay, I got it. I'm here. Awesome. You, you did, you're, you're terrible at this? Yeah. Okay, great. cool. Good, I'll forgive good, you. Good. I, I just want to go through. And he did well, I mean, he didn't have much work with, but he did a nice pan sear chicken breast. Tasted good. You know what? The two things I've learned with watching Gordon Ramsay, do not serve him dry chicken and do not serve him undercooked chicken. So if you can do that, you're 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 good. You're oh, good. and don't serve him undercooked scallops or yeah. overcooked. Just scallops. undercooked anything. Yeah. Or just un- You know, just serve everything just perfect. Cook everything great. <laughs> Make it perfect. And then you'll be fine. Then you'll win. You know. Yeah. If if he's not yelling at you, he likes it. I'm you. gonna write an ebook and sell it. How to win a Gordon Ramsay reality show. You just know, cook everything perfectly. Page might, one, last page. You might have better luck with that after you win a Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, right, sure. <laughs> you right. might have to win one first. But it'll be signed by Gordon, so it'll be fine. It'll be signed by Gordon. Yeah. You know, you'll you'll get a signature from his uh, from his uh, paper. What is it called? I don't know. When I don't people know what have you're their, about. when people have their own paper, whatever. <laughs> I will I will stop talking on that on that lane. Yeah, we of can thought. move on. Okay, so and let also, me ask you. Let this. me talk about Shandis real quick. Okay. Shandis. Which one was Shandis? She was so beautiful. The blonde. Oh. To die please, for. Please, let's talk about Shandis. And her her food looked amazing. What? Like, out Why? of all the dishes, I saw that. Like, the, the potato cake with the with the shrimp. I was just like, awesome. that looks so good. Much better than Francis. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's when, when you earlier said 75% cooking, 25% character. I think when it came to Francis, they went 75% character, 25% cooking. Because... I, we all know how I feel about Francis, but Chandis is gorgeous, and I think she should, she could have gone a lot far, further. Definitely, I don't think she would have won. No, based on not. Her, the little no, you know, not she's trying too, to hate on Chandis. She's too good looking to have won. <laughs> that's that's just so prejudiced. I mean, it is, but at the same time, it's a reality. Show. I don't think she has the 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 skill set from the little bit we saw to win it, but she definitely did not need to go home tonight. And she's too pretty. You know how many you know straight guys and like questioning females and lesbians were like oh, i wish she would have stayed know, when right? she left she would have been ratings so guys gorgeous. she would have been ratings guys Man. one potato two potato candace yeah i mean shandis <laughs> i'll mess yeah, up her shandis. name several more times by the end of this but no like she cooked uh she cooked the shrimp with the with the potato cakes and yep. the plating was great it was like a jenga tower of deliciousness looked awesome i would have liked to try it but 
You know, and they they put one on us because I thought they were gonna because he starts out by saying one of the one of the chief sins of the kitchen is to serve raw potato, right. and he's like, try it, and we thought that they were gonna be like, it's cooked perfectly, exactly. We thought they were gonna pull that on, but us. they faked us out with the fake out. We thought we were getting faked out, but they faked us out. Because see how good Graham. he is. You see how good he is. You see, it was yeah. Graham was the was not the one doing no, it, so we no. couldn't tell. Gordon you know? faked out the fake out. No, Gordon wasn't the one. It was uh, no, it was Joe. Oh, Joe. it. Yeah, it was. Joe was the one who who yeah. faked her out, and then he just walked away. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> He's just the like, Joe walk away. I feel like I feel like if we get him on this after show, we'll <laughs> ask, just walk away. We'll ask him a question and just look at us and walk away. And our yeah. audio listeners would be like, "What just happened?" And that would I'd be fine with that. I would appreciate as it as long as we have it on tape. I can't believe he drove all the way here to we do it. We get that, all but... four cameras just watching him walk out. <laughs> we play like a theme song Perfect. with a violinist. We'd we'd have it down. We have to do it in post, but you know. Um, so then we have also, um, I don't, I want to talk about Elise, but there was one more person. Leslie. Leslie. Is that who you're talking about? Which one was Leslie? Leslie's the stay at home dad from Malibu. Leslie. That is the one I want to talk about. So what did you think of Leslie? Character. They brought him on cause he has a personality and I think they didn't really show it until the second challenge mm-hmm. when he was yelling back and forth the val- with the balcony. Yeah. I think. They could have played it two ways. They played it the way Joe was kind of amused by it. Mm-hmm. But they could have played it the way like, what are you doing? You're supposed to be mm-hmm. cooking right now and you're right. talking to the balcony. That was a perfect Gordon impression. Was it? Yeah. I'm really jealous. Oh, okay. That's like I just met him. That's like he's here. He was <laughs> oh here my God. and now he's gone. Kyle's freaking out I'm a little freaking bit, out. He's shaking. I'm shaking. He exactly. got goosebumps. I need more water. You know, I'm literally, I'm actually Gordon Ramsay. I just put on a costume. Oh, you look great. Yeah, you it's, look it's great. tough. You don't look 47. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I see him as a little bit of character. I think he was getting a lot of uh, hate on the show unnecessarily. And they they play it with the preview for next episode. They're like, it oh, help. you don't need this. You're from Malibu. You're rich. I'm like, I don't know if a, an economic factor plays any role of your cooking ability. And it shouldn't play any role of whether or not you win. This is about being a master chef, not being a master chef under a certain like annual salary. Yeah, and it's kind of just like... Guys, there are rich people out there who are actors. There are rich people out there who are unsuccessful actors. Yeah. It's people who love doing what they want to do. Right. You can't, you can't be prejudiced against somebody because of their financial bracket. If he was like, if he was on the show like, yeah, I'm in it for the money. (laughs) Right. Then you'd be like, yeah, okay, get the hell out of here. Yeah. But like, Honestly, I looked at his plans like, yeah, the portion size was huge. Yeah. But that was But how good did that look? It looked like Thanksgiving. Like, I, I mean, was like, I want to eat that. Sign me up for that. I'll undo my top, like, button on my pants and I'll eat do, that. I'll undo my whole button. Yeah. My, <laughs> the whole button. All of the buttons. All the buttons on my pants. <laughs> it looked really good. It did. And, and that's, and that is why, again, these are home cooked, like, homegrown chefs. Chickens right? don't fly, but they swim in mashed potatoes. Nice. Yeah. That's the that's the title of your first cooking that book. That is the title of my signed first. by Gordon Ramsay. It's just, on the thing that you can't you can't tell me about. Yeah, except the potatoes have to be cooked, not yeah, a, not yeah, overcooked. Um, so that was kind of an interesting interesting competition because we kind of skipped over that. That yeah, uh, seven fridges or how many however many fridges there were, they just had the normal things. They had bacon, they had vegetables, tomato, they had shrimp. And I mean, not much else. Butter, like the the basics. It was really the basics. Yeah, it was just basic stuff. And, and I chicken. feel I feel like I kind of would have liked to see that be the first competition. Then the signature dish, just a little bit, because mm. with the signature dish, we get to see a lot of people's like, oh, they're comfortable making this. But like when you get to that, you get to see creativity. That's true. But again, with the signature dish, there are no excuses. True. You can't come in and be like, oh. 
sorry that you're not comfortable working with bacon and that chicken. That is true. You're right. For it's the first- here. It's like you bring us your best. Bring us the best. No, no excuses. You got everything at your fingertips. Yeah, right? That makes sense. You're right. I, I yeah. take, I recant my statement. Good. Cause that's Kyle, why I said it. I said it so you would change your mind. Kyle, yeah. Kittles, some <laughs> champion of making me recant. Perfect. Okay. So can we talk about one of my favorite people? Um, it wasn't from Birmingham, uh, Alabama. No, I Daniel? don't know who Jordan is. I don't know who Daniel is. Whitney? No, no. Was it Jamie? No, no. It wasn't Christine. No. There are a lot of people on this show. Oh, well, there's nobody else. It couldn't it have was, been Elise. Ah, uh, Elise. <laughs> she reminds me of this like little tiny mouse who's just like, I I want to play too. Oh I, my god! Are you guys want? Are you playing? Can I play? I'm just, so she's part going, of me, she's going so far in this competition. You know it right now. She will because what she's going to do is tug on the heartstrings of America, which she's already started doing. Great job, and she is going to go very very far. She will not win. We she all won't. know Elise will not win. We're very sorry, Elise. She will go. I think she could be another top fiver. I think she could be there. But eventually they'll say, you're just too nice. She got this whole episode, though. They really gave oh, it was her, her this episode. Yeah, it was her. No one no one is not. I was live tweeting the show. And when I said, uh, you know, Gordon clearly faked her out, as we were hoping he would, and said, you know, you, you're not going upstairs. Because your teammates are coming coming downstairs to congratulate congratulate you. you. And I I tweeted that and I said, go Elise. And that got like the most activity of any tweet all night because people love Elise. They They love her. Already. She is the fan favorite already. Already. So that's why I think she'll go far. And you know what? I say this in the kindest way possible. Yeah, please do. She reminds me of Fat Amy of Pitch Perfect. Yes. Yes. Because honest, I I was like cooking, excuse me. Like (laughs) that, like hashtag cooking, excuse me, guys. Tweet that at me and I will love you forever. But no, because she, she is just that personality. Yeah. Because she's just, she's real. She's yeah. exactly who she wants to be. And you know what? I went to school in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, and those Southern people are kind, and those Southern people know how to cook, and those Southern cookers are the ones that I want to like go all the way in the show. I guarantee you she cried in her audition video. Yeah, she cried on the first episode as well. She's a cry. I mean, that's what I mean. She's like a little mouse. So I need her to like kind of man up a little bit a little and bit. just go, get it together. This is a competition. Now, you got through the first episode. Gordon gave you your, your apron. Now, go cook. And shh. And Don't no make any more damn pies. <laughs> Please. No more No more pies. pies. Goodness. I thought it was funny how as soon Looks as they started though. the second the second ch- uh, competition, I see Gordon rolling out dough, and then I see him making a broth, and I'm like, he's yeah. making a chicken pot yeah. pie. Yeah, and then the next scene, was like, we're like, oh, she's making a chicken yeah. pot pie. All yeah. right. I would love to eat a chicken pot, authentic chicken pot pie made by somebody from Alabama. Yes. Cause yes. we made it at my, at the restaurant I worked at, Lucky 32 in North Carolina. If you ever like fine dining southern food in your North Carolina, Quaintance Weaver restaurants, Lucky 32 is amazing. There it is. Rotating, rotating menu every three months we change it. Um, yeah, shout out to you, Chef Jay. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, no, like when you get somebody who w- was raised, like they didn't learn food from a cooking right. cookbook. They didn't learn food from working in this nice like Michelin restaurant. Yeah, they learned it from generations of their yeah, family. Grandma. Like you put lard in that mofo. Uh-huh. You put because it, it in tastes that mo- better if you do it. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Chicken exactly. and dumplings made yeah. from scratch. That's the way you do it. I would love to see her make chicken and dumplings in one of these episodes. Well, I think I think she'll go a ways, and I think we'll see a lot from her. I think we will. I'd like to see her make empanadas. Okay. That would be uh, give her a Spanish twist to it. Yeah. Because she likes to use the dough. We know she likes to go outside. She doesn't seem like someone who will go outside of her box, which is what Gordon said. He goes, Mm -hmm. I asked you and you didn't. So I I hope she's learned her lesson in the next one. She's like, I have a sushi pizza 
you know, soup for you. And <laughs> we're just like, great, at least this is outside Let's of your box. Just don't make a souffle. I think it means it's time for our predictions. Let's do it. Sound effects. Woo! Cued. Do we get some strobe lights? Oh, uh, yeah, we get some strobe lights. Yeah! Uh, well, my prediction is that Big Willie and Elise go, I think Big Willie top five. I think Elise top okay. ten. Um, and I think there'll be a lot more fake outs, uh, by Gordon. And I think we'll see a lot more fake outs by Graham that are executed more successfully. Okay. And I think, uh, I have to remind myself to never watch the show without having not had dinner first. That's, because that's I look at call. all this great food and I'm hungry and then I don't want to go make food because, you know, I just watched someone make a perfect Wellington and I'm going to heat up something in the microwave. So that just makes me I could bad. never make a good Wellington. It's no. the one thing I can never make. That's um, the one thing. <laughs> no, seriously. Like, I, I've tried and I, I, I fail at it miserably. Um, luckily, I ate before this. Yeah. Our, our executive producer, Maria Menounos, bought us Memorial Day barbecue. Very nice. And uh, that was really nice of her. You should go follow her on Twitter at Maria Menounos and tell her how much you love AfterBuzz TV. Um, my predictions, I think uh, the the winner is someone we have not met yet. I agree. And I think the second place is Dan Wu. Just out of nowhere. You I come think, in with second place. I think Dan Wu second place. You have this much to go off of and you're already throwing I'm second th- place out. I'm throwing second place out. Wow. I think you're right about Big Willie and I think you're right about Elise being at least top 10. Um, you know I think- who I am interested to see? And I know we're backing up a little bit. That kind of quirky looking girl with the bob and the glasses the one she that had, looks like the she had no lines this the show. costume maker from the incredibles yes yes that's yes. exactly what she looked like that is exactly what she looks like no i'm, capes I'm gonna kitchen. bet make a prediction right now that she is a vegetarian or vegan oh yeah definitely i'm gonna make that prediction we'll see if i'm uh top 10 definitely um what's the uh, exotic dancer's name courtney 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 probably top 10 i think leslie's leaving in the next week or two yeah yeah, he's, not he, so memorable. He, I feel like he's going to just kind of do something stupid and say yeah. something stupid. Yeah. He's the kind to talk back to Chef at the judge. Yeah, he would do that. He right. would definitely do that. Yeah. But um, honestly, those are our predictions for now. and They might change in the coming weeks. But uh, thank you guys so much for joining us for the first episode of MasterChef. I believe this is our first time doing this after show. Is it? No, we might for have done MasterChef? It. Have we done it before? I, I feel like AfterBuzz does every show, so I would assume we have. Well, I... I'm not quite sure. But anyway, thank you for joining us. This has been Season 5, yeah. Episode 1 of MasterChef. Uh, 30 chefs com- or top 30 compete. We're down to, I think, 22. 22, said? baby. 22. Um, tweet us your favorites. You can tweet me, at Steve Lemieux, S-T-E-P-H-E-N-L-E-M-I-E-U-X. Tweet us how much you love the show and tweet us any comments you want that we can throw you shout-outs on next week. Uh, Kyle, yeah, please do. You? you can find me at Kyle underscore Kittleson. That's K-I-T-T as in Tom, L-E-S-O-N as in Nathan. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for tuning in, and we will be back next Monday for another episode of MasterChef on Fox. All right, Gordon. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. Now, leave the kitchen. Get out now. You're not allowed back in here. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.